Hello, my name is Tracy Peasley. It has been my ambition for 23 years to offer a place of sanctuary and repair on the island of Lesbos in Greece through offering therapeutic support, creativity and all that the island has to offer. I believe it is a unique place, a place presided over by the gods and goddesses, a volcanic place of shift and renewal. One has to expect the unexpected on Lesbos. It's a place that defines me and offers me the potential of continuous self-appraisal. In this series of interviews, I visit Vatusa, Molivos, Scala Scamia and the Aphrodite Hotel to organise a creative therapeutic retreat for September 2017 with myself and Michael Gavin and introduce my friends to an island that recovers itself from the refugee crisis and affirms that it is very much open for the business of transforming lives and supporting creatives and families and holidaymakers alike. I find that after, I don't know, maybe after a couple of weeks of being here, even though um, I do something creative every day, and even though my intention is to make work every day, I don't really do anything that interesting um, until I've been here a couple of weeks. And then something magical seems to happen. Um, I paint from my unconscious and Jung talks about a particular energy that comes when you've kind of got something got something right or he talks about it when you're trying to understand your dreams and when something fits and there's this kind of huge release of of energy and that's that's what I've experienced today particularly and um, and I was given some very good advice years ago by Maria Lalek um, at Bath, Bath Academy. And for years I've had um, mental health problems, depression, anxiety. Um, and she said, when you can make work, just do nothing else. Just make work like there, there literally is no tomorrow. And uh, and that makes up for all those times when um, you're unable to make work. And that's what I do. So today I have been painting, well they started off as ink drawings. No, they started off at about two o'clock this morning writing some poetry. And I've been... I went to see Lem Sisse in Canterbury. Um, I was so inspired by his poetry and by him really and his story and how he managed his own story and health and uh, through creativity, through writing his poetry. Um, so I've been reading his poetry, writing mine, taking my writing more seriously put that one to the side for a minute and see if I can work on another one. 
and uh, so again thinking right when I need to make when I need to make work even if it's two in the morning that's when I'll do it so I was writing poetry at two in the morning and I lost the last line I've still lost it I don't know where it's gone just getting some trouble with being in Greece is that my paints dry out so I've had to open the end of this gouache pot wow it's an amazing vivid pink I'm putting on my painting now um, anyway so it started with it started with poetry although actually there isn't really a start because it's like one long continual process but these particular paintings were inspired by them Cisse and I started to write this poetry at two o'clock this morning and I was hunting around this morning for the last line <clears throat> and I couldn't find it I couldn't remember it and it wasn't coming so I thought again I thought of Jung and I thought <clears throat> what he says is that the uh, the hands if you let the hands do the work they'll make sense of what the mind can't make sense of so I started drawing with ink and very rapidly some imagery appeared which was surprising surprising to me I wasn't expecting to make this kind of imagery um, I like being surprised I think that's why I like to be an artist because I like the surprises and uh, I'm curious, exceptionally curious and um, I like to feel like a like a pioneer, like I'm the first person to ever discover in this moment whatever it is I'm discovering and uh, that's what I love about creativity. So I'm quite excited by what I've done today. Um, the pen and ink drawings, a little bit sinister, a little bit surreal. Um, and I thought that was it and then I started working into one of them with colour and now I'm off on a completely different tangent. So I'm just adding a little bit of colour. I've been trying this holiday to teach myself watercolour. Um, I've been reading a book on how to do this by Charles Williams and um, I have to say I'm not I haven't been very good at following his very good advice um, because I'm not particularly disciplined and um, I'm very stubborn and like to do what I like to do so um, yeah I guess it wasn't for watercolors they're not particularly successful but now that I'm using watercolors again doing my own thing and I'm mixing it with gouache and the ink quite excited by what's happening so I can't really describe it to you because if I did it might lose something and I'm still deep in the process so I don't want to sabotage it by putting something that was never meant to be in words um, into words now I'm just standing in the, the lobby of the Aphrodite Hotel and it's um, it's so elegant, it really is. It's um, I'm looking at some gorgeous chaise lounge. Um, I think that's how you say it, and chandeliers. And then I'm walking out, and there's a, it's all marble. Um, there's a very smart sort of breakfast and eating area over on the right. It's very light and airy, 
and the terrace runs all the way around it. Big comfy sofas to sit in. Oh, so gorgeous. I'll give you this. You can keep this. This is from my English school. It's a shame I didn't realize that you were here because I would have invited you to come. My students had an end of year show. Okay. And there's little like theatrical sketches and stuff like that. So here are like the little plays that they presented. I have it translated into Greek so you can practice Greek. Okay, also. brilliant. And little plays. But what I wanted to show you uh, in the back, we did like body ma human mandalas. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. And Great. It's a lot of fun to do with this. So you can We've got more in common than I realized. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go down. Yeah, well, that sounds amazing. Uh, well, I have, have most of the uh, art materials. I've ordered the clay from Athens, so that's in Fatusa. Um, and I've bought other stuff over, but I'll bring more when I come in September. Well, I, this seems to me to be a perfect location. There's loads of space here. You know, the environment does feed the soul and um, there needs to be somewhere where people can do the work that they need to do. And also the whole region, the whole island uh, was very popular, has been very popular throughout antiquity up until modern days with uh, artists, so with uh, musicians and writers and uh, painters. So it's not by chance that this is the situation it's because it's such an inspirational place there's so much beauty there's this energy i think that you feel when you're here um that is ideal and it, it you, you can't help but fall in love with the nature and you always keep discovering new things i am photographers I, i'm constantly taking pictures <laughs> and i want you know wanting to paint uh, uh little images wherever i go so and you you used to it's it's quite often when you're walking uh, down an alleyway you will see someone sitting and painting with watercolors or or sketching and uh, we love seeing that mm. it's because it's so beautiful and so inspirational okay now one thing that we haven't talked about is is the the crisis yes and how the what the reality is now and i've started to talk about this because i took a boat trip Mm -hmm. um, the other day, um, the one that goes from Olivos Harbour along to Scala Scamia. Mm -hmm. So I went along that coastline, you know, where we saw all those terrible images, um, and I saw for myself how clear it is. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I have to completely take my hat off to all the people that have um, supported the refugees in every way, but also have attended to the island um, and have done absolutely everything they could um well if you came to the island today without knowing anything about the refugee crisis you would have no idea uh what had happened in 2015 you wouldn't believe it if we sat down to explain to you the situation because things have gone uh, entirely back to normal um, and the island is ready more than ever uh, even better than they were before to welcome back guests to come as uh, visitors, tourists to to share with them the, the, the beauty of the island, the hospitality of the island. Um, I don't know if you know, our hotel also was one of the locations, uh, one of the coastlines that had many boats arriving on it. Mm -hmm. So I can speak firsthand because we had on a daily basis up to 400 people arriving right 
directly in front of us. So mm-hmm. um, this was in 2015. Uh, things have changed though dramatically since, and that was just mm-hmm. that one year that we had a spike in the arrival of uh, refugee boats. Uh, now uh, the situation is totally different. We don't have any more boats. We, we haven't had a boat arrive on our beach for almost two years now. Um, and so the coastlines are cleaner than they have uh, ever been. Also the sea um, uh, and uh, things are much more organized. And uh, if you came here today, you you couldn't, it's very difficult to even believe, even it, for us it's hard to believe uh, that uh, what happened happened because mm. you know our lives have gone back to normal. And so, uh, Everything seems to be clearer, mm-hmm. but it's not a case of um, it's not a case of ignoring it and pretending it didn't happen. No, that definitely that would be uh, a horrible mistake if people did that because this is a part of history, mm. and this is something that happened, and uh, uh, y- 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 people shouldn't turn a blind eye to this because it it, it is a reality that. Even though we're not receiving boats anymore like we did in 2015, there are still millions of people displaced living in some refugee camp uh, in Jordan, in Turkey, in uh, Mm. different parts of the world. And so um, this is a matter that definitely is of international interest and needs to be addressed. And Mm. so um, the the most important thing for me is for people to be aware of the situation, to to be aware of... uh, what is going on in the world and to respect you know the person that they have in front of them and where they come from and uh, uh, when there's someone who needs help to do whatever you can to help them um, and people who want to come and help and do something they can do that too they can go to Mitilini and provide whatever aid they want to and if someone wants to come for vacation and uh, just rest and uh, sit under the sun they can do that too so you have a ch- you have a choice mm. yeah okay thank you you're welcome big boat <laughs> but we're on the smaller boat and when I say small I say it's about 30 by 8 foot um, there's not enough people for uh, to, to warrant taking the larger boat which always used to be full so we're about a half a mile from the coastline and uh, it's quite choppy even on a calm day huge excitement because someone's just seen a dolphin but I've been reaching for my recorder so I missed it (laughs) this is when everybody leans to one side of the boat which is probably not the best idea we're all waiting for them to come up again we've just passed the hot springs at Eftalu, um, and there are lots of it's Lesbos is a volcanic island, so there are lots of natural hot springs here. It's all with the Greek, isn't it? When he says about the dolphins, what's kind of man are you? <laughs> like yes, I'm looking at the coastline um, as we're going along, and um, it's completely clear. 
the beach you can sit and do things in the shade under the trees yeah so the, the, and let me take you over here too that little shaded area over there would be fantastic this is a great place i mean this is and you know what come here you can see this so you can keep in mind you have this little house so you can actually store things in here oh you super can take things back and forth there's a lot of space in here and there's shelves okay yep a, a super leftover life jacket and then I these like boxes on the other side those black boxes you can put things inside also if you need to okay and will the taverna be open in September? Yes. Yep. Yep. It looks gorgeous yep. in there. Right next to the pool. I guess your guests do a mixture of things. Do they sort of eat here and then they go also into yeah, the... we also have a lot of people who are not even from the hotel. Right, well, that's always a good sign. So I think, yeah. <laughs> Big table here is our friends from the village. They're from Germany and Holland. Mm -hmm. So I want to take you. Yes, it's with Canada. Hi, hi. These houses belong to my uncle, but we can use this whole area if you want. Also, we can set stuff here too. Like tables, these are from the taverna. Well, as it's self-directed learning, I'm just wondering if the, you know, if the group would like to decide, yeah. you know, if it didn't mean too much work yeah. for you guys, you know, to say, actually, we think we'd like to be in this space for the yeah. week. Yeah. Well, today, well, even one day you can come here, another day you can go there. I mean, you can change locations. One day you can go down to the conference center. Yeah. So depending on how you want to organize things. Mm -hmm. Good. There's so many possibilities. Yeah. You'll be creating artwork and doing workshops uh, with the people, right? Yeah. Is there something like specific that you'll be working on, or a speci specific theme, or? Well, it's it's going to be a week which is going to be self-directed, yeah. which it mean which means that the participants come with something to work on themselves. That's nice. So we support that process. Um, and then they're offered various things. So they're offered one-to-one -one sessions, they're offered group sessions. Um, with myself, I'm a, an art therapist. Um, and the idea is to have the art materials and an art room available 24 hours, if that's so possible. Of course. We'll go downstairs and take a look. Okay. So you can get an idea and we see what you need and we'll yeah. take care of it. Because the, the creative process, it can be very intense mm -hmm. and... Um, People might want to make work at like three in the morning yeah, or uh, that's the time I would work <laughs> yeah. painting, especially with my daughter. Yeah. And then I gave birth and my son, so that was the only time I could work too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Well I I usually if I can't sleep, it's usually because there's something that I've yeah. got to process. Yeah. And my way of processing is to to write poetry or oh. to make stuff. I don't. Did I tell you about that on the email that I run an art school in Vatusa? No, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, I came here and well, no, I originally came here in 1994. Okay. But um, I bought a house in Vatusa in 2013. Oh. And um, Beatrice Rose was about three and a half then, and I wanted us to be. Um, you know, part of the village, and I particularly wanted um, Beatrice Rose to be part of the village. And the only way that that 
well, the best way to communicate. I, I thought would be to offer what I can do, which is to do art. So, and also, I you know, my understanding is that the the Greek curriculum, you know, it's doesn't have that much art no, teaching, and no, there and there isn't, unfortunately, is, yeah, um, and there isn't much further education as well. So mm-hmm. I found that um, adults were also coming, and so I started to run um, every Sunday with the together with the Greek teacher in the, who lives in the village um, I started to run a program of lessons that's so great workshops that's, that's fantastic um, we miss that tremendously yeah and, and not only the children the adults too yeah well I was I was a bit kind of um, no this is for the children and then I was thinking what am I doing you know the adults that are coming need to come and they were really determined as well they weren't going anywhere and uh, so they kept coming back and um I do you run it in the summertime then? Or I run it. The arrangement I have is that when I'm there, I teach, okay. and um, and I don't charge anything, wow. and I I get sponsorship or I teach in England yeah. to get money for whatever I need oh, to. That's lovely. That's um, great. Because I I want it to be totally inclusive, yeah. and also children come voluntarily. It's up to them if they want to come. They don't have to come. They do come, but they don't have to come. Um, and also my my because so often i don't know where this critical voice comes from in people's head you mm-hmm. know where they they think they're rubbish at art or they're not creative yes. people yeah. and they wish they could draw and all that stuff um i wanted to kind of nip that in the bud yes early on and i had this opportunity because there were the kids there from three because yeah. beatrice was about that age to 18 and then adults as well so um and because of the therapeutic work i'd done i made a contract with them um discussed with them how they would f- how they would feel if somebody says something critical about their work and how they would feel if people noticed their work mm. and applauded it and uh, all these things so gradually over the over the years I've built up this um this, this sort of self-esteem self-esteem and now they they really are they're quite confident and um quite proficient so Sorry, this is supposed to be about you, but anyway. No, um, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm <laughs> loving this. This is fantastic. <laughs> this I'm just thinking, click, click, click. You want to use my English school? You can come and use it for free and do whatever you want to. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'd love to do it in other you villages. Have to come into my school and take a look at it. Yeah. Okay, I'd love and that. Outside in the yard or down here or something. It's so lovely to do that with the children and yeah. the adults. It offers so much more than just... I mean, I don't have to tell you. No, well, you know, you (laughs) just have to tell me probably. You can't really can't underestimate um, what can happen once you once you trigger someone's process, creative process. I mean, it is such a it's such an easy thing to give. Um, And um, and yet the the rewards go on and on and on and on. I mean, this year I'm running an art competition for the kids first competition, which I have some concerns about because I I had a big chat with them yesterday because I don't want to um, make anybody feel left out or left out or like they're failing in any way or but at the same time I want to celebrate them yes and also this is a good excuse to give them loads of art material so they can do more work when I'm not here Um, so we've got this art competition and I've been this time particularly I've been doing as many workshops as I can just to so we've got a um a, a good amount of work um, and there happens to be uh, an icon painting workshop going on in the village oh. this week so there are visitors from all over the world that's really staying lovely. in Batusa and they're going to be the judges we would know this because we don't know this and that's so lovely mm. to promote also Vatusa and what's going on there too that's so 
Uh, nice that things like this are happening. Yeah. We need more things like this. Yeah. Well, I'm on a mission and now. And is a very, for me, it, it, I, I think it's, it, you can't find a more inspirational place to get in t- to tap into your creative being let's say and to to write and to paint and to s- create music and sing and or, or meditate or anything like that it's just amazing so i think it's the ideal location for things like this yeah it is i yeah. mean it, it seems to be impossible as far as i've experienced it yeah. to not go on some kind of journey which yes, sounds a bit yes, of a, a exactly, cliche no. but as soon as you get off the plane um as long as you're prepared to be open to it yeah. then st- stuff yeah. can shift and happen yes, yes. so the people will come and there's there'll be a program of other things that they'll they can do so there's optional shugung which i imagine doing out on the beach haven't yes. been down there yet yeah. um and um meditation um and there'll be check-in time discussion Mm -hmm. as i said one-to-one work and group work um and and michael gavin is um an embodied psychotherapist he works with the body and he's we need him (laughs) he's coming he's on his way he's he's a lot line you up with a whole bunch of other people (laughs) (laughs) yeah former orderly king all of this now yeah he's a very nice chap he's he's worked um uh with trauma for many years and he does um, Radix workshops, which is really, it's working with Radix. Radix. I've this. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a very powerful therapy. It's a mm. okay. In essence, it's, it's about trauma that gets somatized, so it gets stuck in the body. And through doing exercises um, and through building the relationship with the group um, and with the practitioners, it's about tapping in and cathartically releasing, I guess. Um, it doesn't have to be. Um, huge and intense it can be quite quiet so i'm in uh, rene's rene's restaurant in vatusa on lesbos and in the background you can hear live bazooki music playing and we're enjoying a feast of well there are so many dishes on the table. We've got Greek salad, we've got suvalaki, we've got um, beef stew and fresh vegetables. Um, lots of wine and ouzo as well. Greens are lovely. Greens are good. Um, I'm here with Margot Selby and Peter Auckland who've been here on holiday for a week. Their children Cleo and Fred. And I'm going to ask them how they found Lesbos. Who's going to start? Okay. What I love about it is the fact that you feel like you're in real Greece. I'm, you know, I can't see any other people from England. I can't see any other tourists. I feel like I'm really enjoying the way that Greek people live. And it's really special. And Peter, would you like to say something about what you're doing this afternoon? Yeah, I was uh, participating in, um, uh, what would you call it, what's it called, a workshop organised by Tracy, <clears throat> where um, a large number of the local kids um, came along of their own volition, and the brief was to make, using a clay provided by Tracy, to make a, a 
characteristic Greek house from this clay. And uh, it was absolutely remarkable the way that they, they responded. Everything from um, a Templon thing with a, a, a dome on it, with a, a grand portico down to quite um, rudimentary houses, fantasy houses. It was remarkable. And they all got stuck into it. It was an extraordinary actually demonstration. It's the kind of um, local community activity that we just don't. I think get in the UK anymore. Where there are kids of all ages, all participating, all focused and concentrating. Great fun. Just uh, three minutes ago, Stagica is Linica. Three minutes ago we reached Scalasikamia. It's a very beautiful place with restaurants, with cafeterias. And it is a very nice sport on the earth. And it's by luck to be in Scala. As you see, the church is very beautiful. What's uh, the name of the church? In a Panagia Gorgona, the mermaid. Ah, oh, Panagia Gorgona. Panagia okay. Gorgona. Also, okay. this is his camera too. Oh, he didn't have it. Yes. Okay, okay. It's, I have seen you before. If you would like to come along to the therapeutic retreat in September, you can contact me through my email um, at tracypeasley at yahoo.co.uk. The retreat runs from the 16th to the 23rd of September. If you get in touch with me, I'll send you a link to all the details.